0: Hey y'all, it's Mandy. Before we talk about this week's episode, I want to say shout out to the patrons. Y'all are the reason I'm still doing this. I could do it alone. But it's so much better to run with people who share your vision, share your values, and see the importance of the work you're doing. So if you're interested in all the premium content, hearing about the questions and answers, or even being a part of our live patron chats, check out my Patreon. It's under at Mandy K. Part, or you can search for Restorative Grief with Mandy K. Part and find it that way. Welcome back to Restorative Grief with Mandy Capehart. You are listening to episode 94, titled, If It Matters, Let It Matter. The easiest thing we can do to survive grief is pretend we're not hurting. But that's only survival. Does that mean we will heal or feel better? No. No but we will at least guard ourselves against the onlookers and questions that we have no answers for. Sometimes we hide what we do or believe or think or care about out of fear of judgment or condemnation. Or maybe we hide our grief because we don't want someone else to see us as weak. So this week I want us to understand that if it matters, we can let it matter, no matter what it is, and even if it costs us something else that we might believe matters more. I think one of the worst things we can feel in grief is rejection. At least for me, I cannot stand it when someone tells me my feelings or my grief is invalid. What matters to me is meaningless to them, so why am I wasting my time feeling sorry or sad? What am I crying about? To be honest, people with that kind of response to grief can take a long walk off a short pier. (laughs) Forgive me if I'm a little bit more reactive this week or might seem a little more harsh because The social media world where I do a lot of my work has been inundated by dismissive, insulting individuals who would rather minimize the pain around them than admit that maybe they're contributing to someone else's pain in the first place. Typically, I just pull away and get offline when the vitriol becomes too great. But I also wanna speak to the people I know are feeling just like me. Those of you feeling steamrolled, overlooked, dismissed, pushed aside and hurt, So let's take a moment together to reflect on how we can create meaning where it has been taken from us, to redefine what matters and to truly let it matter, even when it hurts. For example, for me, I've always struggled with understanding the meaning of a reputation. The way i've moved through my entire life has carried some type of burden of worry about how others will perceive accept or reject me if i say the wrong thing they'll dismiss everything i know as invalid if i show up in the incorrect way they might perceive something wrong and then i have no ability to contribute or i'm no longer a meaningful person to pursue or keep around it's led to a lot of grief some i haven't been able to reckon with just yet too But now I'm ready to let my reputation be whatever I want it to be, because in doing so I get to place value on what really matters. And I'll tell you what, you know, there is nothing more freeing than realizing what other people think about me is not something that matters. It's also none of my business, but that's an entirely different conversation, right? But for you, maybe your reputation really matters. Maybe it's really hard to distinguish the difference between what our reputation is and who we really are. So before I go too far, I wanna tell you, first and foremost, you matter. Your whole being, heart, mind, body, and spirit, even when it feels disparate and disconnected, truly matters. When we are dismissed in our pain, we can feel dismissed as a person our reputation as maybe a strong solid person can suddenly feel like a lie because we're hurting and we were honest and it didn't turn out the way we hoped. We're easily challenged here because we're already vulnerable and our identity might be intertwined with our grief for so long as a comfortable thing, that rejection of our big emotions and pain is rejection of us as an individual. And there may be some people outright rejecting you because they are not capable of holding space for you to heal or fall apart. Maybe they only value us because we've never fallen apart. But a lack of capacity in another person does not define a lack of value in you. Go back to the core values that you hold for a moment. At some point you established at least one core value about how you would let others treat you or how you would treat yourself, right? That value, whether you see it or not, established a boundary around your life. And that boundary sends the message of what you will or will not tolerate when it comes to your personhood. And when we grieve, our boundaries get a little blurred. So in this moment, take a deep breath in and visualize that boundary. If you can't see it or it's so close to you, you can't distinguish it from yourself. Bring the core value itself to mind. It's easy to lose sight of our values, our boundaries, and our purpose when we're trying to watch the skies to dodge the arrows coming our way. No matter what boundary or core value comes to mind, this is a reminder that you matter. That what you carry is worthy of protection, honor, care, concern, And intention. You and your values matter when you exist in a joyful, lighthearted way. And you and your values matter when you exist in a complicated, heavy hearted way too. But for too long, we've allowed our wounds to stay open to criticism, exposed, and our willingness to internalize the vitriol demeaning our very lives has convinced us that we only matter when we are happy and easy to be around. But the truth is that what you care about matters. You matter a hundred percent of the time, no matter how you present and what you see is valuable and beautiful matters and draws attention back to you in a way that you deserve. So no matter what it is, if it matters, let it matter. If you believe it carries meaning, then it carries meaning. If your heart is connected and full because of your connection to this value, this thing, living or non-living, then you are living fully alive. We have so many misguided notions in the West about meaning, what matters, and who gets to decide. But it's you, you get to decide. So decide what matters, what is meaningful, what brings you to life, and practice embodying that existence as much as you can. So that one day, that embodiment practice will be so natural you will no longer hear the other voices trying to argue otherwise. Thank you for listening to episode 94 of restorative grief. I have felt a pull towards simpler concepts lately, and I think it's because we can get too bogged down by learning and intellectualizing our grief stories if we are not careful. So as you begin to take in what you've just listened to, I hope you'll do so at a slow and intentional pace. Let your heart, body, and spirit connect to the details as much as you allow yourself to think about them. Your entire self carries wisdom, but we can have a hard time accessing our, quote, other brains in the heart, body, and spirit. So now is the perfect time to practice. If this is your first time listening to Restorative Grief with Mandy Capehart, I am so pleased to know you're here. You found my little corner of grief literacy and hopefully will choose to subscribe to the show and stick with it. Be sure to leave a five-star review and share this episode or others on your social media, because it's the best way to support this work as well as help others find the grief support that they too may find meaningful. Thank you as always to the premium subscribers and patrons of the show. It's a true honor to know you're standing in this griefy little corner with me. And as always, one last thing, please remember, the only solution for grief is to do the work of grieving. Thank you for listening.